No, hey, hey, hey. no, stop reading stop it. Stop reading. <laughs> I was this reading. Is the rule. I was reading around this. Where you're not allowed to read Kenzie's story. It's page I number two. Stop reading. <laughs> you're not supposed to be reading. You're not supposed to be reading any of this. It's the Bring Out Your Dead podcast. Just, uh, just so everyone knows, uh, we're a little bit merry because we've uh, we've actually managed to sneak some beer in here. Uh, we have uh, Ollie and Cheryl as usual, and uh, we also have Mr. Joshua Potts to join us as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I do three, then I do one. Thanks. I've been editing the episode, the last episode with you. Oh, it's no. really similar to your intro where you just went. Thank you, Seattle. Um, <laughs> With that yeah. condescending, prickish tone of voice. Yeah, it's a very transparent introduction to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll just let so, so can we out. have a, a, just a little catch-up? Yeah, of course, yeah. So basically, just as a, as a summary of chapter one, uh, there's an anthropomorphic page who has sex with a door, uh, if you've listened to that episode. No, that doesn't actually happen. That was Ollie's imagination running away with him. Essentially, uh, I think I believe it's Princess Kayla. Princess mm. Kayla uh, and her sister Shaylee have been expecting these, uh, these uh, other royal guests from a far-off land. And in uh, sort of meeting Prince Tynan, she then meets with, uh, I believe it's Tyler, is the name of the servant. So, yeah. I, you know, I, again, I've been editing, I remember all the names. <laughs> and at that point, one of the major character developments in that first chapter, I think, is that Princess Kayla is really snooty and, and quite dismissive of, of Tyler, who's the, you know, the manservant to Prince Tynan. Tyler and Tynan. I know, yeah. And there is a, there is a segment where her uh, her character recognises that the names are similar. So I'm going to throw it out that. here now. I'm wondering if Tyler's actually the prince. Mm-hmm. When, I was re- when I was listening back to it. Are they ever in the same room? Or? I'm ashamed to say <laughs> that didn't occur to me at all. <laughs> no, no. We'll I think it's to, possible, yeah. We'll have to keep that one, you know, see whether that's the case. Yeah, so what happened during that, during that phase when they were sort of meeting each other, I believe it was King Callum's castle. At the um, moment. Ollie really didn't didn't like the fact that his name was King Callum. No. But yeah. <sighs> I thought some of the some of the other <laughs> That's names. What you said last some of the other time. names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was your exact expression. <laughs> some of the other names were pretty, were pretty good, like uh, you know Gabrielle. Yeah, and, and uh, Geraldine or something. Uh, some, yeah. Very so. passive. They were passing names, but they yeah. were, I thought they were creatively made. It's better than King Cletus or King Kenneth or something. Callum's a strong Scottish name. So count your Callum's, you son of a bitch. Are we saying that the option here was Kenneth or Callum? I don't know, you'll have to ask Kenzie. (laughs) Yeah, okay then. Okay. But yeah, basically Princess Kayla follows uh, her sister Shaylee, who she's just had an argument with, into a room and realises that Shaylee has disappeared and that there's just this mirror in the corner that she's never noticed before and she's, ne- she's never in fact in fact I believe that they've never been to that part of the castle before which makes not a lot of sense really if but the uh, if the castle is big enough you know <laughs> clear, clearly it's a rich country uh, and the, the royal family have a castle so big that there's rooms that they've never been in before <laughs> but yeah essentially there's there are, there are, are runes on the on the mirror and then there's this sort of mist 
instead of instead of a reflection that's there's mist inside the room no no there's mist inside the close the window like basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah basically she, she sees this sh- shimmering mist through the mirror and uh right. and runes have activated on side the runes uh yes yeah yeah them little symbols yes yeah we had a, we had a discussion about that, in the last episode about that mm-hmm. but um yeah so i think tyler then follows up with her and uh, they agree. Her. They agree to go through the through the portal, essentially into the mirror, so that they can bring Shaylee back. Um, I am interested to see how much more Tyler knows that he didn't know he knew. knew. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler <laughs> seems to know a, a very disproportionate amount of information. He did, yeah. Uh, including that. Oh, there was a tale my 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 nanny told me that uh, there's a very evil woman who's like basically a witch. Who, who turns turns people to statues and enjoys and her favorite pastime? <laughs> her favorite pastime is smashing them. Um, Go to sleep now, dearie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the end. Good night. Um, but uh, without any any further ado, uh, we will jump into chapter two of the Gateway. Through. Okay. A slash N. Thanks to both of my reviewers. Oh. We're going to have to go back and actually look at the reviews for this one at some point. Um, I'm glad you like the story. I totally agree. The prophecy was a little rushed. This is going to be this is going to be interesting reflecting on that on the podcast. I mean, the rhyme was okay, I thought, but I wasn't sure how I could explain it at all, just by Tyler saying, if you know what I mean. Anyway, I shall try to make it clearer as I go along. What do you mean Tyler saying, if you know what yeah, I mean? Or I think Tyler saying, if you know what I mean, that's what he was meant to be saying. Uh, I think the latter. I think it's the latter. Right. I don't know. Right. But but basically, like... Um, so just because Tyler said it. Yeah, yeah. It's because mm-hmm. how do you explain that Tyler re- remembers all this from... from Prophecies, anyway, are a huge sore point in fantasy fiction. What, what are they based on? I know that you like prophecies, sure. So I'm going to let you... I I think it's a crock of shit. <laughs> Why am I wrong? <laughs> I like a prophecy. It gives you well. It, but it tells you what's going to happen. How it's done. It tells you what's going to happen. No, no, not the good ones. The good ones will tell you the lead up oh, to what's going to happen. Oh, but the prophecy is there was no prophecy, and secretly you had to throw it down the cave. <laughs> the problem <laughs> three times. <laughs> the problem with the prophecy cliche is it's a it's a crutch for mm-hmm. my character is special because yes, isn't it? It's like yes. I'm special because there's a prophecy <laughs> about me, and I'm supposed to do this. It's my destiny. Yeah, yeah. And it's just betrothed a, to greatness. Yeah, yeah. And That's why I don't like it. Every, every, the thing, the problem is that it's been done so much. Mm. Every po- kind of popular fiction has it. You know, it's it's a major staple in Star Wars yeah. as well. Like he is the chosen one. He will bring balance to the force. You know, and all that kind of stuff. It's, I think you're saying it wrong there, Ross. Oh, all right. Sorry. Uh, he will bring balance in the force. <laughs> oh, hello. You got to wag your finger. We've got uh, we've got our own Obi Wan Kenobi impersonator in the room. I am in the, wrong, I'm in the complete wrong room. Tell, all right, I'm going to get you to say a few things now. All right. Um, yes. Uh, yes. Can you can you say can you say the hive of scum and villainy for me? Please? The hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> I give it a six out of ten. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm just glad. This that, is why I'm a hermit. <laughs> I'm just glad that Ollie is between us right now. Uh, In fact, I'm barely watching you hope, so I couldn't get the cadence. Mm. So screw mm. you, man. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll just jump into it. So this is chapter two, and it's quite short. I stepped into the mirror, and as I felt the mist close around me, I clung to Tyler's hand. We walked through, and it was like pushing through something that was almost solid. I think there's, there's a comma there, I think that should be a full stop. I, I struggled to keep up with Tyler's long strides. 
I couldn't see anything except the swirling mist. But suddenly, we stepped out into, into the fresh air, and my eyes were blinded for a second at the brightness. <laughs> Again, no, no full stop. We were in a clearing, in a wood or a forest, and the sunlight was dappled through the branches overhead. Stop that. Yes. Are you okay? I nodded, still looking around in wonderment. Wonderment? Is mm. that a word? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I couldn't believe it. We were in another world, another dimension. This was the st- only the stuff of legends. I felt I must be dreaming. Maybe we should sit down for a bit, and I'll tell you everything we, you'll need to know about this place. But he wasn't Kenzie. sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, I'll tell you everything you, you'll need to know about this place. Why? Like, how do you has know? He been, has he how? been there before? Yeah. yeah. We hang. Seen that? <laughs> we and the Goblin Queen. Yeah, yeah that's the best yeah. of me. Yeah. She's great on local history. Yeah, yeah. She tells her all about our well, habits and pretty sights. Goblin Queen on the coast. Yeah. BBC Three this yeah. autumn. And all of that, you I mean, know. I wouldn't say we were a thing. We dated for, for a while. We're talking about local history or whatever. Doing that, uh, turning people to stone and smashing them things. It's great fun, actually. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's why I brought you here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we sat down, leaning against a tree, and I asked a question that had been plaguing me for the whole journey through the mists. <laughs> Wait, that happened in seconds. <laughs> How did it plague you that? <laughs> for long, arduous seconds, I toiled. Yeah, yeah. How do you know? How do you know so much about this place? I think oh, that's the question yay. that we've been we've been mm-hmm. waiting for, isn't it? He blushed. I told you. My nanny told me. I blushed, my nanny. I said, just as a heart back to the episode one, it, it, this could still be erotic fiction. <laughs> Cheryl, you know that, you know that. Again, with the emphatic nod. It's a very erotic uh, story, though. The death thing is going off, like the goblin queen and her statuesque victims. Yeah, yeah. This is a weird trip to take behind the bike shed today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's also true. Yeah, yeah. You've got to watch that mirror, haven't you? <laughs> Children, don't go near the mirror. Uh, uh, one, if that was true, you wouldn't be blushing. And two, servants don't have nannies. Fuck, that's what I said. That's what I said in episode one. I said, why does the servant have a nanny? Um, I, well, I, he paused. Look, does this matter? I thought you wanted to find your sister. He looked angry, but I could play at that. Of course I do. So why are we sitting here? I shouted, getting up. Because you cannot just come here without without knowing about it, or you'll be in the same situ- situation as your sister. Look, let me tell you, please. He had calmed down almost instantly, which was less than I could. Less than I could. Okay. Not uh, what I could do. I couldn't do the same thing. That's yeah. what it needs to be. Yeah, like, yeah. Like less than. So you can or you can't. It's, yeah, strange. Yeah. But still, I sat down. The reason I know about, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> And then I said, yeah, yeah. and then she turned around and she said. <laughs> Everyone just spinning. The reason, the reason. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like, like you're writing lyrics to a pop song. <laughs> <laughs> we stood up, we sat down, we stood up, we sat down, now we're spinning. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, the reason I know about this place is my mother. She was a sorceress, and she used to visit this place until the Goblin ple- Queen got involved. Anyway, uh, when she heard of her friend's marriage to a spelled Goblin woman, Ooh. Spelled, a spelled, spelled, spelled Goblin, be spelled, yeah. enchanted, 
Yeah, yeah. Be, I you could use it in that. In bewitched. That. It's an unusual bewitched. way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a spelled goblin woman. She tried to find out all she could, and she found the prophecy that one day a curse would be placed on this land, and... What is this place called? I interrupted. Oh, sorry. He smiled meekly. It's it's called Haddonim. Look, I you don't... I Do you, do you mind about my mother? What? I was puzzled. That she's a sorceress. Not at all. No, I think it's amazing. <laughs> I, have to, I have to say, I didn't really believe they existed, but I laughed. I'll believe anything after today. Again, could still be a runner-up mother. Uh, One where she's impressed by his sorceress mother and so takes him behind the bike. <laughs> Someone's parents has never really been a reason for me to be a two. I'll show you. You're very, I mean, it's, if anything, it's a massive source of anxiety for teenage eroticism, isn't it? She was a sorceress. She's dead now. Harsh. Harsh. Oh, well, yeah. I wish you'd um, known that before the parent joke. I'm yeah. sorry, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I thought sorceress, sorceresses couldn't die. They are immortal, but they can be killed. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of shit. How are you? <laughs> they, they are immortal, but they can be killed. Do you see what I mean? I, I nodded. Well, the rest of the prophecy was that once the curse was in place, it would last for seven centuries until a young maiden entered the land, or would would enter the land, surely, you know, you're in the mm-hmm. past tense, unneedlessly there, uh, would enter the land to uh, reverse the curse by killing the goblin queen and appointing a new ruler. Mm-hmm. Seven centuries. Well, why is the goblin queen worried? It's been seven centuries. My mother was quite old when she had me, he smiled. <laughs> Just a bit. This is, going, this is going in an interesting direction. Okay. Um, I also heard that sorceresses couldn't have children. They can't. They can't. But I guess I'm the exception to the rule, he smiled. And but turned to face the other way. I wanted, I wanted to ask more, but even I could see the subject pained him. And You're smiling. Well, you're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> What a sadistic guy. I can see that the subject pained him, and I decided not to ask him any more. So now she will kill any young maiden to enter her lands? Pretty much, he said. Uh, I'm sorry, but I I couldn't tell you any any other way, except just to come straight out with it. If we don't find your sister, she'll be killed. And if we do, then... When when we do, I interrupted. Well, I suppose. Let's cross that bridge when we come to it. Are you ready? I don't know what the, what the time difference is here, so we should set off now. I want to find you something more comfortable to wear, so I'll try and find a village. The time difference? Yeah, I suppose, she, I suppose he's, he's like implying that because they're in a different world, they're in a different land, that the... the um, so it's like six the, hours the, ahead? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> six hours ahead, like flying to Sydney, so... Well, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. Um, Flying to Sydney. Or does she mean that? Time? Oh, you know, like it's, it's like if you're jumping on a flight and suddenly yeah. like, oh, time difference. Yeah, you know, you know I guess it, so. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, or does she I mean, mean that, that time runs differently there? Maybe. How do you know? How do you, well when you get back if it runs a lot quicker you're in for a surprise. But is, isn't, isn't he a servant? <laughs> no, so we've just one. discovered that he's the son of a sorceress. Oh, Although right. I suppose he could. And they still need clocks. Mm-hmm. You're a sorceress. Like, mm, it's about quarter past eight. Well, 
the sorceress is dead. Trust She's me. Not there. Yeah, but she would have taught him, don't trust the clock, son. You look at me, I'm like 700, my uterus is still pumping out some amazing biology. Right. The time, it does not matter around here, I tell you. Great. <laughs> so this, I mean, that is that's actually the end. So there's just an oh, author's right. note to um, sort of uh, bookend it. Uh, okay, I know this was short. I, yeah, thank you, Ken. mm-hmm. Kenzie. Getting defensive already. <laughs> uh, we love you, Kenzie. Uh, okay, I know this was short, but it was mainly an explaining chapter. I hope you understand more about the prophecy, etc. I'll update soon. Oh yes. It, uh, I like how she's uh, she's bargaining here. I'll update uh-huh. soon if I get some reviews. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that yeah. canny, canny yeah. author. Yeah. Yeah, that's how this works. Review, Just, um, <laughs> story in exchange for review. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Does anybody understand the prophecy better? No. Not really. It, it's raised some interesting When a maiden is you know. uh, bequeathed upon the land, she will end the goblin queen's rule by way of something. <laughs> of something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as long as you do it like that, yeah. it's all right. Oh yeah, yeah. And then and then you've got to like you've got to wave your hand back away. It's like something. wear a dressing gown. <laughs> wear a dressing gown over yeah. your head. Yeah. And tie yeah. the cord around if you've got one. Yeah. And yeah. Just like. <laughs> Back out of your own house. Yeah. Lock the door. Throw away the keys. Uh, I'm actually. I'm. I'm really enjoying this now. Because yeah. I mean, all for all the wrong reasons, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I'm. I'm interested to see because Kenzie's clearly like she was at this stage where she was adapting her story purely based on the feedback she was getting at the time. It's good in the in the sense that she's probably addressing plot points, but. She's almost retconning, if you're familiar with that word. Yeah. She's almost retconning the story as she's going along, which is going to make it a bit disjointed. No, I agree. Mm. Yeah. If you if you're changing the story based on reviews, going back, fine. But changing the next chapter, based on sounds like a hack to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good she's being shamed publicly. But, you know, <laughs> but maybe I mean some authors could have done this so back in the sort of like. 17, 1800s when uh, I'm sure you know, yeah, it was so, like, you know, serialised weren't they novels yeah, used to be serialised people like Dickens would publish Dickens is the, is the one many things yeah. and yeah. he was revered as a popular author and, mm. and, and even then popularity and critical praise were very far apart you know yeah, yeah. even Shakespeare's early plays it was considered uh, vulgar to write down a play was it? yes really? so I the very know. first Shakespeare plays was literally a guy in the audience with a scrap of paper, writing shit down really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's the fastest quill in the West. Yeah. In, in Western Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, America? I don't know. We haven't said that yet. Yeah, yeah. But that's why a lot of um, early Shakespeare um, was very incorrect, because it was the um, the first folio, was um, just people on like little napkins, and you would kind of fold it out four ways. Is that so, why it's called a folio? Uh, well, you got the folio is the first printed work. The quarto yeah, yeah. was before that, and that was because it folded out into four different sides. Oh, of course. So you'd have the entire sure. play yeah. on an A3 sheet of paper mm-hmm. covered in like mm-hmm. bar fight blood and like broken bottles and stuff. And, like, written just, in bar fight. Hopefully. That's 
not too bad, really, that Kenzie's work has sparked a discussion on Shakespeare and Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, she's clearly following the footsteps of the Well. As in, what the Dickens is that? What do you make of that, then, Ollie? I was a little perturbed by how, when... I always forget her name. Kayla. When she finds out that Tyler's mother's dead, the first thing she does is call bullshit. I like no, um, no amount of... Um, you liked that, didn't you? No. Oh. <laughs> no sympathy whatsoever. No, it's just... Yeah. Just no, hang no, on she, a minute. Sorceress has calmed down. You bollocks. He's lying again. Then he is only a servant. So, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. A servant's worthy of sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> just... Just scepticism. <laughs> Never-ending scepticism. But I, I, I don't know, I'm intrigued to see where this is going now. Because now we, we have, like, guessed what, what was going to happen there. Because at the beginning you said, I don't think Tyler's... Yeah, I don't I'm think not Tyler's sure. just a servant. No, I don't think... Tyler's quite... Servant. But isn't, isn't Tyler, like, a really cliched, uh, like, hot young teenager yeah. name? Tyler. Oh, yeah. I don't know, do, do you know what I'm saying? The, An the, attractive the... name. Okay, so any final thoughts on that, on where the story's going? Coming back to prophecy, yeah. um, one reason I'm not a fan of them is, in my experience, it's basically just the writer telling it, the readers, it's either going to happen or it's not, so you've got a 50-50 chance of guessing what's going to happen, so it kind of takes away the tension, the wonderment. Yeah, so you're, you're totally correct. I, I, I think, yeah, yeah. I think, I basically, I think I've just been told exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, because <laughs> it, because that, that's what that's the feeling you get left with. I mean, if I if I read back over over the actual prophecy itself as it's explained, uh, oh yeah, so uh, they are they are immortal, but they can be killed. But the, the rest of the prophecy was that once the curse was was in place, it would last for seven centuries until a young maiden entered the land and uh, to reverse the curse and by killing the goblin queen and appointing a new ruler. Mm. So that's that's the end of the story. We know the end of the story already. Oh. The, so the goblin queen gets I think killed. What you can't she appoints do. a new ruler, which is probably going to be Tyler. You can't subvert stuff though, isn't it? It's like in a. Um... You, can, you, you mess things around, you can, but it's normally that's going to happen, but it's not going to happen in a way you think it is. I think or a lot of it's about semantics. Gonna, or, or the, the lead up's going to happen, it's just going to yeah. be um, uh, just maybe maybe Tyler will be ruler for all of five seconds and then think, oh fuck it, let's just smash the mirror. But it, that's what we've got to look forward to, or just something that might not. And it, this, I suppose this comes down to what you're like as a writer, but it's, it could well be uh, that none of that happens, but we didn't need to be told that it might happen anyway. Mm. It could be mm. that um, 14-year-old Kenzie is really going to push the boundaries and they're going to choose that the prophecy needs to is not to be followed. You know what would be a great <laughs> storyline for a fantasy book? So people who, there's already an equilibrium. And the prophecy foretells something destroying that. But it's an innocent person. He was at the heart of it. So, you know, like a fair maiden in the land. Yeah, yeah. But you don't see it from the hero's point of view. That's typically the hero. There's, like, assassins or some shit. And when you get hired to take the person out, it's like the kind of Kennedy assassination. But the fantasy version. Was it you who If said you kill this innocent person, will it happen? Is there even a prophecy in the first place? Mm. Imagine. That needs to be written. Was yeah. it you... He said to me once, like, a good story for um, a fantasy piece would be someone going to <clears throat> destroy an evil, not because they were destined to, just because they, they just kind of felt like they had to. They just, I, I'm just kind of sick, no, no, one else, no one else would be bloody, no yeah, one can right, fucking yeah. do it, so... Get, I mean, my perfect fantasy story for me would be somebody who's just there in the village, 
and see stuff happen. But you see it from a very boring perspective. Yeah, there's a few... Um, I would love that. A, I think, I think the, a... the reluctant hero idea works best in comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. I think there's a number of Terry Pratchett novels where you've got a hero who's just like, what, what the hell are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Arthur Dent from... Um, Arthur Dent, am I saying that right? Is that another character? Arthur from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Tugged yeah, along yeah. in his bathrobe yeah. for five yeah. books. Yeah. But Probably he becomes the, like a demigod, doesn't he? a reluctant hero in, yes. in, in sci-fi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just think the quest thing is very much kind of like... It's either like a bloodline a bequeathment of some kind of former power dynasty and I just think it's much better to have a, a character doing it of their complete own agency like uh, the last Jedi one of the things and there you know when, when Rey gets told you're nothing yeah. I was like that is genius because why do you have to be like a Skywalker why have you got to be put a Skywalker <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what all the Geordies stood yeah. up and said in the cinema <laughs> wait I'm not having that you be two for one yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's one more Skywalker, I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah. He's not coming with you anytime soon. Forgot a foot Oh god. That's great. Do you know what I mean though? Yeah. About the like the fact that he, he looks at it, Adam Driver looks at it and he says you were nothing, your parents were like traded you for scrap now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that is fucking fantastic. Because you made this character now, it's not all about oh, I've got to repeat this, the sins and successes of the past. Whatever happens now, the story can grow organically, like a real person's life does. Mm-hmm. So I want more of that, Kenzie, if you're listening. <laughs> From Fourteen years ago, yes. <laughs> I had my own issues uh, with with Last Jedi, but I will not begin to get into on this episode because we, yeah. we we'd be here until there's other podcasts hours. for that, right? But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, at the very least. Um, it subverts expectations, right? Mm. Which is what Rian Johnson really wanted to do. Mm. Um, he did it in a number of positive ways and in a number of neg- negative ways, in my opinion. But you just can't give him one positive, can you, without bringing it all back up? The prophecy yeah. dictates. Ross <laughs> <laughs> yeah. should be buttered. Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, that was chapter two of the Gateway Through the Mists. Hopefully, we'll be back with this third chapter for the next run. Uh, we haven't had any shining, glimmering submissions in the in the pile of less than better fiction, so uh, I think that'll probably be the next one. Okay, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll hope to see you next time. Say bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Also, we do have the obligatory, you. the obligatory applause for uh, for Kenzie's chapter two. Down the pressure. <laughs> <laughs>